Causing the Effect, a podcast focused on the exploration of your mind, body, and spirit. Causing the Effect community. Um, we know who's on the podcast today. The man, the myth, the legend, Sam Led, Fearless Now podcast. You just read my mind because I was about to say the same thing. That's the it's myth. Like the man, the myth, the Scotty, uh, and, and who just knows. Yeah, listen, everybody. Knows. Me and Sam have just been jamming for 20 minutes, and we're going to get into <laughs> yeah. Young. This is this this topic, to give you the brief overview, we're going to talk about Young, we're talking about illusions, but Sam was just spitting philosophical knowledge. That I just want you to try to repeat it because we were talking oh, about... We'll give a high level what's happening. We're talking, talking about, about thought and thinking went from one it went from one synapse to the to the next, and I lost it along the way. Okay, but, but I didn't know that you. I would never guess you. You're a person in your family who's more because that's my issue. My biggest issue is having any. I, I can't do confrontation. No. How now? How did you just go? I was just listening. Well, I need advice. You hear the like, funniest thing though? The funniest thing is I have a master's degree in conflict resolution. No shit, which is so peace studies, and it's funny because I used the only person I would argue with in my family is my grandmother. She's 99 now because we're very similar and she could keep up with me. And my father looked at me one day. He's like, you know, you're getting a graduate degree in conflict resolution, but it should be conflict evolution. <laughs> it's the only person in my family, but everybody else, I was, my way of dealing with drama and conflict in my family was either to get really quiet and, and just to not engage with it because part of me felt threatened wherever that comes from which doesn't really matter anyways. And what, what, we, what I just shared with you before in our pre-powell powell <laughs> is the greater, the greater the drama in whatever area of your life, the greater the illusion. And what happens is, is, is through this, this, this walk of psychological innocence that we all engage in from time to time, which is part of our human experience, there's nothing wrong with it, conflict and otherwise, because we, we have it backwards. We're scared of our experience because we're conditioned to be that way, right? Because mm -hmm. we're conditioned to follow orders and to be good God-fearing Christians or Jews or Muslims, whatever. And so what came up for me is like, oh, shit. Like the, the person that's arguing with us or the person that has an issue is caught in the illusion temporarily. And then they drop out of it and they go, be, uh, you know, go with their day and they forget that we even had a, an argument. And then the person receiving the drama occasionally gets caught up in their uh, in their virtual world of whatever made up conflict it is, even though they think it's real because the brain is needs to find a fall guy for how they're feeling, which is completely backward. We'll talk about that later. And the end result is I get caught up in their story, which is not my story. So that's how I look at it. And when that illusion we think is real starts to affect our life, that's the time to really see, oh, wait, <laughs> I just got caught in the scam called thought and thinking that is not even real, that thinks that that's thought is going to keep us safe or I need to engage in drama. And, and again, I'm not saying that my non-confrontational kind of style is good, bad, or indifferent. I mean, I'm sure some analysts or therapists would say, well, you know, your way of dealing with, with, with drama is not confronting it, which is not healthy, you know, you, whatever. But the greater the illusion the greater able we're able to see that it is not real, that 
once we let that thought turbulence settle, whether it's us creating the drama or someone else, the quicker we are to get back into the present moment and the quicker we are to, to find our center. Because all, it's, all it is is that an indication that we're off center temporarily because our true nature is well-being and calm. Dude, couldn't have said it better than myself. That's what I've been saying. I don't know what I, I said. I no, you, I dude, you blacked out. Blacked out there. I don't know what happened. <laughs> Completely blacked out. No, I, I dude, just but, dissolves into, my, into the microphone. Dude, but that, that is like what I've been feeling like because, you know, no matter the issue or the family is, if, I, I'm like you. I have a, and, you know, the, the psychiatrist would say, well, you're not, you're too high in agreeableness and you got to really, we're not talking about that. Yeah. We're just talking about this is what we're yeah. dealing with. Like we're here. And I, I haven't been like, I've been like more of the bystander of the drama in all different aspects, but it's like, yeah, yeah. it's just throw exactly how you were saying, like, I'm just off. And people have been talking like, why? And it's like, it really affects me because like, I, it's not like I feel it. Like I just, well, you do feel it. Yeah. I guess you, you do, do feel, feel it. it. Right. Yeah. A different kind of feeling. It, it doesn't, whether it's, you know, we think, but, but that feeling is, is, is the greatest barometer for you because your, your wisdom, because we all have this inner intelligence running through us underneath the noise of thought and thinking. Remember mm-hmm. thought is an intel is a technology. Thought is the greatest gift because it's the bridge between the world of, that we can touch, you know, the 3D world and the world that we can't touch, which makes up our collective consciousness or unconsciousness or subconsciousness of who we are. And but the brain is terrible as a translator between those two worlds. It does its best. You know, the brain wants to keep it safe. So so it's going to blame something outside of us when when it, it thinks that there's an emergency. Remember, the brain can't distinguish between the saber-toothed tiger chasing after us and past due bills or family drama mm-hmm. or, or name that drama in your life. And the reason why is because we have a, a neural operating system that hasn't had an update since like the Paleolithic era. So our brain's still in caveman times and throw in 2021. So it's all stimulus response, all of it. But, but it helped us when we were in the caves, right? Protect our family, gather and hunt. And in fact, I just learned that people with ADHD like myself were, were lived longer during those times because we were able to, you know, troubleshoot, multitask, kill the saber-toothed tiger if we needed to. And, more and- anxious. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I should have, you know, when, when I, I definitely, you know, I can see why most of my family is from New York City because they're all anxious too. And it worked for them. My grandmother's 99. She did something right. Single mom. So, um, and I, and I, I see that now I wish I saw it decades ago. I wish I had this understanding on, on board when I was really suffering and really caught up in all the time I wasted. Yeah. You know, growing no, up. but, but how you talks about it. that, but yeah, young, but young is really points to that. I think we're taking it a step farther because it is an illusion that we think is real, but all it's telling us when we are, when we do take the bait, when we are feeling our thinking is that it's just saying, Scotty, Sam, you're temporarily far away from your true nature. You're temporarily off center. Let go of the controls, take a step back. One moment, please, right? Ladies and gentlemen, uh, please, you know, put your seatbelts on. Uh, We're gonna, we're heading through some thought turbulence. What happens? The plane always finds a clearer altitude. Planes never crash in turbulence. Neither does thought and thinking. You're not going to die from. So that's what what I. It's interesting. That's what I intuited in in our initial kind of. No, dude, and and that it's so interesting you brought this up because like, 
obviously we need thought, we need thinking. This is how we bring things to life in the right. technology world, all this stuff. Right. But, and I brought, brought it gets us there. It gets mm-hmm. us there. It gets, it's, it gets it's, there. It, right. Like I always say, like, you don't find love in your thinking. You don't intellectualize love. You don't intellect, you don't find your next job up here in your brain, but the analytics of your thinking get you to the interview. Right? Exactly. The interview is- you need both, but you need both. And I feel like we may have caught up this, you know, cause when, even when, when young, you know, young died a hundred years ago, you know, I, he kind of foresaw what was happening. I'll read you a quote that, that I picked. Yes. I think that that goes well with this man yeah. has developed consci- uh, consciousness slowly and labor laboriously in a process that took untold ages to reach this civilized state. And this evolution is far from complete for large areas of our human mind are still shrouded in darkness. And I think what he meant by that was kind of what we're talking about is this, okay, the thinking is, is advancing. Now, what about this other piece of it? Whatever, whatever you mm. want to call it, you know, he called them um, um, the psyche before he, he originally called the psyche, the soul. So just so people understand what we're talking about, he had a more spiritual sense of it, but if he felt that with religion kind of diluted it just to, just to get, so he wanted to, to remove the religious piece from it. So when we say psyche, we're talking about the soul. That is what he's thinking about. How do you think, Sam, mm. that we I love that, by the way. could even evolutionize this other side of it? Uh, it's because it seems like you're on the right path. It, it, it really like every time, I, you know, you seem it's to just language a, differently. It's just semantics. Yeah. Um, mm. so, so what? So what's your question, my friend? My question to you is, what do you think is this next step that all of us could kind of because it seems that there's a lot of turbulence going on. I'm going to take your words now because I love I love that a lot of turbulence going on in the world and people are else. thinking too much. How do we? Stop intellectualizing, get out of the intellectual machinery, get out of the neuro gobbledygook going on between the ears. Exactly. I can throw one metaphor after the other. I love it. That's why I'm letting you go. I'm just going. <laughs> oh, no. Are you sure? <laughs> okay. So your question is, is, is well, again, ADHD moment. Say it again. Yeah. Slower, so what, what do you think the, the advancement is on this spiritual side of things? Because obviously we're advancing technologically. We're advancing right. consciously through the thinking side of the brain. What mm. is the creative side or the psych okay. or the spiritual side? What is that evolution going to look like to you? Or how do people even de- just simply deal, deal with, you know, this? I think COVID was unfortunately, you know, the greatest gift and obviously the greatest, most ho- the horror of people, you know, 750,000 people have died in this country. I think it's like 7 million in the world. This pandemic is, is the, was the greatest curse and the greatest blessing because it's forced us to kind of, point to what we're talking about that there is because what is and and of course also trump right and trump in trump's downfall because the 3d world has its limitations and we see that we see that on social media we see that facebook's self-destruction i mean it's still nothing's gonna say facebook's not going anywhere but it's 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 been Put the test. It's been put in place, right? Facebook's been put in the back of the class with the dunce cap on because he, you know, what do you call that Italian thing? Struts, struts. Which? When someone's stupid, jerk, jerk off, struts. I mean, you can call them, you know. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of different ones. <laughs> okay. So, right. It starts with an S, and you'll probably remind me later. But but that that was the the litmus there to see how humanity was going to respond. So even though technology has the power to create and the power to destroy, as we've seen throughout history, the technology on board that we human beings have 
right? We're now seeing that we've been using the equipment wrong more so than ever. And I think Young points to that too. And it's an awakening, I think, for a lot of us, for a lot of us, not to sound pithy or too idealistic, but I think as, as, we, as we continue to move forward and we continue to get out and hopefully we get out of this pandemic, on the other side of that, people are going to start to realize, oh, I see how to use the equipment. So it's, it, it works in favor for my, my family and for myself. So I could just be a better human being and, and serve and, and just overall create, create a, a world or create a, a, um, an existence that, that's a little bit more bearable and um, you know, healthier. But when it comes to that paradigm shift, it's extraordinarily challenging sometimes to really see through that because our conditioning, Western, you know, Western civilization's conditioning, mm-hmm. post-industrial revolution, the 3D world, and it's because it's so juicy, right? Human beings, we love soap operas. Why do you think guiding light's been on for 50 years? The brain <laughs> is one big fucking soap opera, yeah. right? Why do you think why do you think folks that are neurodiverse are the greatest screenwriters, the greatest producers, the greatest authors? I mean, Stephen King is a great example of one of the greatest authors. He's completely a lunatic, neurodiverse person. However, we're beginning to see like we're see, beginning to see the the holes in the matrix. We're beginning to see that that it's an illusion more so now than ever, even though we're living in this physical world that we have responsibility in, and we also need to survive, pay the bills and eat, the holes are becoming more evident that we're taking the Oculus glasses off more in this virtual reality we call the 3D world. Not to sound completely out out there like Terrence McKenna or the other psychonauts, even though I love them all, but once we continue, once we see that that the, the the glitch in the matrix, that Young points to that too, that there's a lot more beyond that 3D world that we're we're walking in that we think is real that our brain has been conditioned to tell us is full of hazards and danger and and obstacles. Once we see the trick the brain is playing on us, which is part of the, the, the Oculus glasses that we're wearing every day, proverbial Oculus glasses. It's, it, it, it's, it's our liberation. It's our liberation because then we see things from the point of view that, oh, our essential nature is, is not of what we've been taught to fear God, original sin, all that stuff. And again, I don't... <laughs> It, it, go with God, people, you know, mm-hmm. I don't proclaim mm-hmm. to know anything. Don't even listen to my words, you know, come to your own conclusions. But the essence of what I've been pointing to with the work I do and what we've been talking about for, for, for months now yeah. is that we're not living in a world of our circumstances or the 3D world, we, but we think we are because the brain's convincing we, we are innocently because we've been conditioned to think that way. We're living in a world of thought. We're living in a, in a world of our thinking. And that's where we're seeing kind of the, 
the holes in the matrix, the the glitch in the matrix. Yeah, dude. What's dude, say dude, you? What's say you you went you that was awesome. That was awesome. You are on point today. I don't know if you drank your weeds or you drank your, your juice. I don't know what's going on. It's that my, was beautiful, uh, magic, man. It's my magic uh, California water. That I have. <laughs> I've watched this. Wait, wait, wait a second. Mike. It's supposed to be like. What is hydrogen. going on with that? I don't know. It's like a fish tank, right? Um, <laughs> <laughs> like he said, I don't know. <laughs> fuck is this? It's, it's a, um, a, a good friend of ours. Um, don't laugh. Don't make fun of me because I love it. It's a good light show. Um, it's good for ADHDers because we just. We naturally get distracted and then we go back to our work. Um, it, it's hydrolyzed water. So you can see, I don't know if you can see it. Yeah. Yeah. It looks like it's lighting up. So everybody sees it. It's like, it's, they're, it's, I guess it's purifying the water even more bubbles. It's purified water. It's called cell power water. And w- whether it's doing anything or not, it's a good placebo. And it makes yeah, sense. Listen, that's, a, that's <laughs> it. No, but I got all a- kinds of gadgets, dude. I got a, I got a, a well cell here. You can't see that either, which is, what is that? Here. This well cell is, um, it's throwing billions of different light frequencies at you that helps with immunity, helps with focus. It helps with um, anti-aging and all this stuff. It's, I've been using it since 2012 and it's really helped with my ADHD. Um, I get all kinds of stuff, dude. I love I, that. That's why you look so young. It's the light, man. It's, this, <laughs> it's the light, the water. It's, it's, it's the fizzy lifting drink, right? Here. <laughs> dude, I dude. When you come to, when you come to, to I'm coming. Yeah. I'm definitely coming to Nashville. Cause that's definitely, um, yeah. 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 And, and you know, what the, the, the piece that, that I love what you're talking about is this, you know, the, this time in, in Western civilization, because I think yeah. that that's where the issue lies was, um, it, you know, this, you call it 3d world, I call it material world, right? The, the mix between the material world and the, mm. this spiritual world, the psyche, mm. let's call it. And, you know, once, uh, if you if you asked Rene Descartes, French philosopher, he was really the think, first yeah. person do created dualism, had the material world, your mind, um, your material world, the the matter, and then your mind, mind and matter, and we the the branch of um, in the 1700s after is what we we kind of ran with matter. We mm-hmm. ran with matter. What happened? Uh, science, right? There's scientific um, materialism. Everything that that could not be seen with the eyes or touched with the hands was held in doubt. And I think, you know, metaphysics back then would have been something more kind of not woo woo, right? The stuff we're talking about with, Mm -hmm. you know, and there's something that's anything that is scientific or admitted to science is the truth, right? And anything that is not backed by the physical cause is false. And I think that is where the issue lies. And I think what we're going to need to do is really going to hone in your intuition, your wisdom, these things that you can't explain. Not yet. Right. Because obviously we can't measure it. I mean, you really anything. And that's and that's where the fault lies in our stars is that the 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 fallacy that if we can't measure something that works or that we have seen with through our own self is true. It's impossible. Well, no, no. You, where, 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 let me see the paper in the Lancet about, you know, let me see the study. Is it, you know, and, and, you know, coming from growing up in a family of my father's basically a scientist, you know, he wanted to initially uh, before, and just a quick background, my father is a neuropsych and before he went to medical school, he wanted to do research and he, he, he worked at um, in New York and, and worked for one of the permanent uh, uh, researchers on doing rat research anesthetizing the brain, you know, the amygdala, you know, mm-hmm. to, to see how, how trauma affects mice, rats, you know, um, 
And if, unfortunately, it was the Vietnam War and he had to either choose between getting drafted and, and going to medical school. So he chose medical school. And long story short, that's where the shift is coming. The shift is coming because, because these old school outdated models of, uh, that we, we've been relying on that we need to, that we, we seemingly think that we have to touch and feel it in order for it to be true are, are fading away in many respects. And I think that's the shift. And that's where people are waking up, especially when it comes to the vaccine, whether you believe it in or not, again, I'm neutral as Switzerland. Mm-hmm. I personally did get it. I'm getting the booster, whatever. I don't care. It's, it's just a shot. It's nothing, you know, I don't think it, I'm going to grow two heads or start glowing in the dark anytime soon from the shot. I think science has its, its, its wonderful applications as, as a way in many respects to keep us alive longer, but there's so many more limitations to it as well as the fact that we don't realize that science comes from spirit. Science comes from spirit. Science does come from what we're pointing to right now. The mind. If you just say the mind, right? Because this is, this is where it's, what's crazy to me. Well, beyond the mind. Beyond the mind. Even, even deeper. Because, because there's, there's the, the brain. There's this Because the brain's a machine. It's a computer. It's as, it's as smart as this MacBook Pro. It's as smart as the operator behind it. In fact, it's completely stupid in many respects. And myopic <laughs> without... You know, because it does a lot of silly things that we have no control over, but it does a lot of amazing things, right? Like we don't, we don't wake up in the morning and they're like, oh, I got to focus on respiration today, <laughs> right? right? We don't, we don't like, we're not actively thinking about, oh, you know, I need to go to the bathroom three times. You know, I'm worried that, you know, maybe my bowels won't work. I mean, yeah, that does happen when we get older, but for most of our life, we're, we're pretty, we have confidence and that, that all these systems are going to work. Right. Just like gravity. We don't challenge. We don't like, uh, maybe today we're going to lose gravity. Right. Unless we go up in SpaceX. The same thing is we've got it. We've got it. The universe has got us. Spirit has got us. And behind science is what we're pointing to. But people, we're not taught that. We're not taught that in school. We're not taught that in life. It's like we have to explore it for ourselves. Like you, my friend the other psychonaut out there, the other explorer, right, mm-hmm. is, is, is actively an active learner. But most of us aren't because we're caught up in, in, in our conditioning. Yeah, I think that that's, that's exactly it. Everybody's just kind of being complacent and, and you know, because I, I have a lot of scientists brains in my family and, you know, we were just having this discussion. The other day. I went down this rabbit hole of like, is everything yeah. like where does the, where does the science really come from? So I, I, I you go back to um, the guy who created the periodic table. I was like, what's the most scientific thing? Yeah, the periodic yeah, yeah. table, right? It was a um, a, a guy called Dmitry Mendeleev. And you know how he figured out yeah. the periodic table? He said he got it um, in his dreams, an angel. Handed exactly. him the periodic table in his dream. So I'm not saying, listen, that happened. I'm just saying that there's something going on. Young would call it the collective unconscious. There's something underneath. Right. There's there's the Sam consciousness. There's the Scott consciousness. That's what that's what he would call the personal consciousness. Then underneath that is the collective unconscious. There's the there's the the archetypal consciousness that millions and millions of years of our species has built underneath that is just kind of pushing us in one way or the other, if you want to get super biological, right? That, that's, mm. that could be the case. And I started doing this with Descartes with, with everybody. It's so all these guys, if you, if you ask them, where'd you get that from? It's not from doing science. It's from some 
cuckoo way of doing it, which I would just call it's it's the woo-woo method. (laughs) Yeah, the woo-woo method, honestly. But maybe and nothing would we would not be able to get to Elon Musk getting to Mars without starting there. Now we could we 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 could do deductive reasoning, you can do all these different tools. And now I feel like we kind of went through the material world, and now the next you know, there's reasons why people are calling this spiritual enlightenment and the, the lifting of consciousness and the raising awareness, all this stuff kind of happening. Even people want to call it mental health, but there's something going on here that I think we are definitely at the forefront of. Exactly. And, and it's interesting you mentioned that. And I, and I love that, that comparison because once we see that, that who Sam is and who Scotty is, is not our thinking. That, that we drop into that conscious state every single day. We are in a walking meditation every single day. And all the folks that you just mentioned, all these brilliant inventors, researchers, and, and philosophers, thinkers, found that during times where they were not in their head, they're not in the, in the, in the not wearing the Oculus glasses, as I call them, right? Mm. They're not in their neural fish tank, swimming aimlessly, thinking that's where you're finding the answers, which is 100% false, that we don't find our, our truth in, in between our ears. We find it somewhere else. The grand example is what you just mentioned in our dreams. You could say everything. I was just Googling or, or where did this dream. come from. Yeah, anything. It, it's anything. really anything. And you know, it's interesting. And it's, I don't know if this is, a, I'm going out there. I'm probably, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to, Go out on the limb. Do it. I could be. Compl- I sound complete. Sound like a complete nut nut job. The arms race. I'm just throwing it out. The arms race was 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 created just because of 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 a, as a as the ultimate deterrent to to World War Three, right? Especially during the Cold War. Well, it's funny. Even countries that are threatening, like China, and you know, we we know who the players are, right? Iran, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. We don't even have to go there. They're all just human beings too, like living in a chain of a, a, a algorithm of thinking they think is true, like we are until, but, but when it comes down to it, when the shit hits the fan, if God forbid we ever get to like what happened um, um, during, during the, the Cuban Missile Crisis, that catalyst, that, that extraordinary feeling of horror about Wow, we're so close to all killing each ourselves. Drops us into what we're pointing to. You, you, are you following me? A little bit. That that, that acute that acute. That, so, what prevented us from from going to to, to World War Three? It wasn't like Kennedy sent something brilliant, or mm-hmm. or 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 what's his name on the on, in in the Soviet Union said something brilliant. No, no, no. It ha- it, what happened is it scared us out of our intellect, our, our minds. It scared us out of our mind, literally, that we got so present with, oh my, holy shit, we're about to kill each other. We're about to end civilization as we, as we know it. And that didn't come from up here between our ears. It, 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 it was like the tipping point to us really seeing who we are. That there's something beyond the 3D, something beyond pressing the button, you know, something beyond that, that hor- horrific Dr. Strangelove kind of scenario that we've, you know, we can laugh at because it's a very funny kind of dark comedy that came out way ahead of its time many decades ago, mm-hmm. but there's something true to that. And I think we all experience that in life that we have something 
tremendously painful or traumatic that happens happens to us that forces us to drop out of this machine called the brain because we we finally see the that the jig is up that there's so something beyond the matrix beyond thought and thinking that mm-hmm. is carrying us along this river of life like we have this inner gps this inner intelligence and young points to that all the time even though it's kind of like you know standardizers this is there's um, archetypes and there's this and that um but I think that's that's kind of the thesis of it all. It's like I'm pretty hopeful that God that we will never get to the point where we exterminate each other because of 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 that we do have something that is more powerful than our intellectual mind that's gonna get us to peace or get us to a a, a, a more uh, healthier and and sustainable life and planet that we are living on. I just have to believe that. No, am I completely off base? I fucking probably am, but no. Do I think with the you, word what, that what? the right. word I think you're your 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 what Young would call it um yeah. is psych, psychic energy, right? It, it's this, it's mm. it's it's something that we can't talk about. But this is something that there, there's documented letters of him and Einstein doing this for thirty to uh, twenty to thirty years of them going back and forth, and that's what led um Young helped uh, Einstein get to that theory of relativity. Relativity yeah. equals mc squared, and this brings it to. The singularity. So if you go to like a, a uh, I'll just go Ooh. off the fuck. I'll go off the hinges for you. Yeah, this, go, this I'll, is I'll, a great, I'll, no, I love this. This is this is part two. This is kind of a this is where I just ended there. This this is exactly what I'm pointing to. Like the yeah. bridge between science and spirit. And 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 go ahead. And I, I'm not skilled enough to really even talk about, but we could bring it to people's Never attention, mind. right? What they were trying to do was there's p- particular pieces of your mind that let's say when you're meditating or whenever you hit that, that sweet right. spot, Sam, when you are, when you're, when you, when, let's say when you turn, I'm going to use it in, in Sam Ledwards, you turn that machine down and you're just, if you just remove the, 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 the non-working pieces, what is going on there? For me, when I hit my space, what put me on this journey was I really felt like I am not a part of space and time. I am not one. I am just mm. conscious. That's like the only way I could describe when I really hit my pure peace point of meditation. The reason I do this, it's in that, that's kind of the chase. If I had to be honest, with you. that's, that's the feeling I chase. And you could have dreams or visions of the future. You could see around cor- like, like there's certain things that you just kind of know to be true. And that's what keeps me driving. It's, it's going after the space and time, uh, being, being a higher, being removed from it, not just being one with yourself, let's call it. And then that gives you the intuition to keep going. Um, it, it's interesting that the, you, like, the second that the psyche is not under the obligation of space and time, it comes back to the theory of singularity because that's mm. exactly what a black hole is, right? A black hole is a space uh, excluded from space and time. And there's these, mm. there's a lot of um, similarities between on a big macro level, a black hole and the way the psyche works, because the same way you can't go find a black hole, can't go inside of a black hole. You can't open up Sam's mind and see the psyche. And that is what the, the core of the discussion, I believe, um, what Einstein and um, Jung were trying to put together because it's just there's too many similarities. And then what, what did that create? That created quantum physics and quantum mechanics. That there has to be parallelism. There's just so much here to dive into that. Like people just gotta fucking get it, you know. At least, at least, at least be, a, be at least be able to discuss it a little bit, you know. That's you know. I think you should. Um, who's the guy who's on Science Friday and NPR? There was a there was a great psych, um what's his name uh, oh, he man. had he had a, sing, a famous guy a famous uh, researcher on singularity and what we're pointing what we're talking about uh, man 
I don't know what to say because it's, 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 we're seeing that more. We're seeing flickers of it more, but we see flickers of it more every day. We just pay more attention to the noise than to the flicker. Because again, the brain is being manipulated, not because it's doing it on purpose, because it doesn't know better. Again, it can't distinguish between one stimulus to the next when it comes to protecting you. And, and I think that's where I was pointing to with, with the thought of nuclear Holocaust, the thought of ending of, of a bunch of leaders ending it for all of us is that example, that, that tremendously horrible example. And, and it all comes back to what you just said, which mm-hmm. I don't want to repeat because I'm going to completely language it incorrectly <laughs> no dude, listen, i mean i think the, the point here i think the the way we would describe it is like it's hard to language it though it's yeah, really, but this stuff is hard it's it's because the brain has its limitations you know the brain is it's 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 the brain likes um um it it, it needs um substance it needs something to touch um you know the brain is is it needs like 100 percentness in life Right versus we know nothing is nothing's written in stone, but the brain thinks it needs that because that's one of the defense mechanisms of the brain to keep us safe, which is completely erroneous and and untrue. It needs concreteness, and and once we see that jig is completely full of shit, that that process is full of shit because there's no such thing as concreteness. There's no such thing as one hundred percent, you know that I'm going to get the pay raise or I'm, I'm going to die of cancer. I'm going to whatever mm-hmm. you know, the brain is thinks the brain, it thinks it's, it's, it's a fortune teller. We, I mean, all of us future fantasy think outcomes all the time, not because it's, it's um, within us. It's because we don't have control of our thought and thinking. It's just going to do that. And I think young points to that too, like of that limitation in many respects. And you can language that better than I can. I mean, no, I, listen, I, we're all just, I'm just trying to because I'm like, I'm just trying to wrap my head around like, this stuff. Like and I'm we like, hit walls here. Yeah. Yeah. And I would tell anybody who's who's interested in young, read the the intros to young in psychology first, because the way young says stuff after it's translated from German, it is it is not easy. But yeah. like, from, and now we're talking about the illusion piece, right? It's like our mind through through the evolution of, of it's funny because we put ourselves here right through the evolution of our mind. We've erected this objective outside world that we have to perceive everything. And I have to put my reality onto you, Sam. I have to put it onto my phone, onto this oh, yeah. perception. You're creating it as you go along. It's all made up. You're creating yeah, a narrative. Literally. You're literally narrating your day. If you imagine, imagine it was all neutral. Like imagine if Scotty's day, the head chatter was, was, was non-existent or was muted. Everything would be, you would be making hundreds of millions of dollars one day. In one day, you know, you would have the greatest day ever. Because it would be pointing to that sweet spot that that you mentioned, that's that that nothingness, that no thing mm, that we, we exactly to, that is who we really are. It's that quiet voice. It's that inner intelligence that guides us along this this river of life. Not to sound too pithy, but I am because it's fun. Yeah. Um, so we would all have the most amazing day ever, and that's why we think that vacations. Are quiet the mind, which it absolutely doesn't. It's it's just another illusion. We can have a vacation while we're sitting in our cubicle, looking at a palm tree on a on a right on our screensaver. You know, and I look at the, the ultimate examples in that the movie I mentioned this before is is in the movie Collateral when Jamie Foxx is sitting in his cab. He plays a cab driver and he pulls down his 
his visor and he's looking at a deserted, you know, a beautiful deserted island in the middle of the Pacific somewhere. He goes somewhere where, where he, he dissolves into nothingness. We do that every day in little glimpses. And we think that's, we, we just completely just like, yeah, it's nothing. We don't even think it, half the time we, it, it, it happens and we're not even paying attention to it. But I think Young points to that too. Like, and I think that's why people that get caught up in, in, in the, the labyrinth of social media and, and of the news, the 24 hour news cycle. And, and no, no, it's good to be informed in some respects, but turn it off. And, and I think it would, if Young was alive, what would you think he would be part three of his, of his um, exploration into this would probably be, you know, I don't know. What do you think? What do you think he would, would point to now as in 2021, after all we've kind of been through? I mean, everything know, point to, to looking. No, man, he would be his his stuff is easy because he would just say, listen, go inward. That, that, that was the exactly the yeah. he got, that. all his all his works. Everything he's done is based off of his thousands of, of work with patients and thousands of, of cases with himself. He now, you know, like I'm doing dream work that, that he does, like trying to figure out. Well, let me ask you that, Sam. Is yep. it like because th- this is the issue I'm having? It's like with the young stuff, there is a, a sense of looking in the past, right? There's looking at these archetypes. There's, there's a sense of looking backwards, but then really with the present moment, there's looking nowhere, right? There's just being here now with Sam or whatever. That's the whole point of life. Whatever Sam and, is, yeah. And even even I would say looking in the present is easier for me. At least I meditate. You can get yourself to the moment, um, remove all the the stuff. But when I start going backwards, I start. Oh, well, this happened. Like, it's, it's, it's rough going through that. Do you think that's, that is something that people shouldn't necessarily be doing? Or is that something that you should really just be focusing more on the present moment? Focusing more on the present moment, doing, not right. doing. I agree. And, and once, we, once people realize that they don't become millionaires, fall in love, create their masterpiece, whatever that they want to accomplish in life by doing, even though the illusion appears that way, like we don't have any control over anything, but we think we do. You know, we, we, we had some kind of agency over, you know, getting to work and driving to work and, and, and feeding our kids and paying our bills. I mean, you know, the brain, again, it has its place, but it's very limited, but, at, but besides the, the basic day-to-day stuff, um, it's, it should, it's not to be dependent on. It's not to be, you can't look at it. You can't use it as a crutch because you, you're not going to get anywhere. And it's proven that it's proven that people that, you know, if it, it's interesting, Appalachia, if, if you look at the history of Appalachia, this whole area, you know, West Virginia, Western North Carolina, mm-hmm. Eastern Tennessee, going down into, um, you know, the Shenandoah in Shenandoah Valley, uh, all the way into um, Northwestern Georgia, you know, the Appalachian Trail, the AT. People didn't leave that area for people haven't left that area for hundreds of years. They've they've created a life there. They've never left ever, like never seen anything else besides what's in front of them. What has happened with them? Like what what was what is have they progressed? And again, I'm not labeling or or, or typecasting because I'm sure they're plenty of people that have made incredible lives themselves that are from th- that area of the country. This is not a stereotype, but the history dictates is that they haven't really evolved or, or 
created some, you know, they've had to leave the ones that were, um, you know, had the resources to, to leave never, never went back. I have a, um, you know, a, our friend, um, Taylor is from West Virginia. He yes. Was, of his, his whole family is from there. Shout out to Taylor Rourke. Hey, Taylor. Hey, brother. <laughs> I love you, buddy. You know, he's, he, he's, he's a prime example of someone who got out, right? His exactly. family got out from whatever means. But for most of the folks that are from that area of, from, of, of, of the country, you got to, I mean, have, they have not really evolved. They've not really um, flourished at all. And that says something that says, that says volumes, even though we're pointing to the fact that it's, it's, that piece has its limitations. We still have to, we still need the intellect to get us to the jumping off point, right? It's kind exactly. of like, you ever see the, you ever, ever see the, in Portugal and actually in, in Northern California, the, these maverick ways, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things to watch. You should, Beautiful. ladies and gentlemen, go YouTube maverick ways, um, Santa Cruz, California, outside of Santa Cruz, California, or, or I think it's, was it what it's like northern portugal i think i forgot the they, yeah portugal. they have them they have them in spain too. yeah 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 in spain they're even bigger they're 100 foot waves well the good metaphor for that why we need the intellect in some respects that you can't these professional surfers and god bless them i mean they're they're warriors they're they're surfing warriors um who who have amygdala think that doesn't even it's not synapsing because no fear, no fear. Like the gentleman who, who uh, scaled El Capitan. Um, what's his name? Oh, the that's brain. one of my favorites. That, one of my he literally favorites. has uh wait, like yeah, underactive uh, Alex Honnold, Alex, Alex Honnold. He has an underactive amygdala. Um, he would have been a fearless warrior if he was in, if he, if he lived during caveman times, like he would be like, you know, um, the guy that we would all know today, like there'd be a monument yeah, yeah, yeah. to this caveman. So, in order to get out to those, those maverick waves, you need a form of transportation. You can't just swim out to them because you'll die. You'll get mm-hmm. pummeled by the waves and you never come back. So the good metaphor for how the intellect gets us to the job interview, right? Or gets us to the date or gets us to the computer to write the book that you're going to sell a million copies or whatever it is, is the jet ski, essentially. The jet ski pulls the surfer out to a certain point where the wave is, you know, where the, where they can paddle out enough so they can catch that wave. Same thing with the intellect. And I think that's what Young is also pointing to is, is that we need a jet ski to get there. But from there, there's something that happens that we can't explain. That's not on us. That's, that's, we don't have control over because in, in that space, in that liminal kind of vortex, right? You know, even Abraham Hicks, if you believe in that woo stuff, he, she talks about this vortex, this sweet spot, this flow state, this place of nothingness, of no thing, of, of, of some people call it nirvana. Some people call it, you know, enlightenment. That's the place. That's the spot. That's where we come from. That's home. Exactly. We go and, home there. Exactly. And then I think we're all saying that's the same thing here. And I think yeah. that the answer, but maybe what Young would say to come back to the other question, it's like, yeah, you have to be intellectual when you have to be intellectual to get through the day, right? We can't sit and feel our way through the day. Um, you got to do stuff, right? But yeah. keep this, keep it your no space, your no time, your this psyche, keep that psychic energy, keep it, 
keep it very close to you. Yeah. Because maybe, you know, you could pop in now and like I've been doing that, like take it to work from home. I'm, after this, I'm going to do one call and I'm just going to take 25, 30 minutes just to introspect journal, keep those things close to you. This way you don't lose and start thinking too much. So I think that's what, that's when the issues come. You just start going. That's, that's my problem. And I'm sure, you know, you have that issue too. So. Oh, every day. Yeah. <laughs> I have a PhD in, 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 in that. I have a PhD in, in, in sped up thinking. What, what Young is also pointing to, which I mentioned earlier, is the fact that when those, when those processes happen, when our mind starts speeding up too quickly, and I have an F1 race car of a sped up mind, you know, my, my, you know my, my, my idol is a little bit higher, I would say, than the average bloke, average schmuck out there, you know? But... That's the greatest gift, even though it sucks to be in that, that high idol because it's so uncomfortable, right? We feel our thinking. We think, feel, think, feel, think, feel. Stimulus, response, stimulus, response. And, and we were scared of that. I and mean, we were conditioned to be scared of that because that, we've never really been taught that it's not thing to be scared of, even though it's like going to get your, it's going to get uh, people get tattoos, right? Doesn't, it's uncomfortable, but you get it done if you like tattoos. It's the same thing. It's a terrible metaphor I just made, but- um, you know, it's, it's only telling us that we're off, we're, we're far away from our true nature. We're, we're just a little bit off center. It's not exactly. the, the, the content of what we're thinking at that time is not to be believed. It's all bullshit, but sometimes we take the bait and young talks about that too. Taking the bait, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. why we have neuroses, why we have having, you know, the only, only things that what anxiety and depression and all these other things that are uncomfortable to us. All that is, is, is a sped up mind or a too zoomed in mind in that moment telling you that you're a little bit off center. It's time to let go of the controls a little bit. It's not to be believed, but we as a society think it means something like it means nothing. But what happens is, is that we continue to be anxious. We, we believe our anxious thoughts, which is completely gets me so angry Sometimes when people believe they're bullshit and I, I get angry at myself or believe my own bullshit because we all get caught up and forget. And then we remember exactly. again, and we forget that um, once we see that, that, that there is something outside of this sped up thinking, this overactive prefrontal cortex, that, that we have agency and discernment over that, that the brain is not, wasn't designed to scare the shit out of you every day. It's designed as a, a barometer to say, uh, you, you know, it's like, you know, the game hot, cold, you know, and you ever play that, like, no, you're cold. Like, yeah, so you're like, you're like you're, well, what the brain is basically doing is it's, it's like, it's saying no cold, hot, warmer, 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 you know, colder, colder, hot, hot. You're closer, you're closer to it. You're closer to the vortex. That's is what, that's what happens. And Jung talks about that too, but we forget. And sometimes we really fucking forget. And that's okay too. But, you know, we beat ourselves up when we have that kind of, we make those kind of mistakes. The grand mistake is when, that's why there's a, a prison population out there because they forget. And it's like, it's innocent. Now there's consequence for action. You know, people, if you rob a bank or you hurt somebody, you should probably be in jail. I guess, I don't know. I don't know. Listen, I don't know. I'm, I'm no better than anybody. But if you can be an ordinary schmuck, as Sidney Banks says, until you know better, you can access what we're, that intelligence that we're talking to more. Because being an ordinary schmuck until you know better basically means is that um, 
I can, I can try, I can do my best without doing anything to leave, live a, 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 a more egoless, egoless existence, even though it, ego's made up too, we know where it comes from, that, that, it's, that the ego thinks it's running the show. The ego thinks it's the wizard pulling the strings. You know, the, as we talked about, I think the two episodes or last time we came together is like, he's, the ego is like the consigliere or the Don, you know, pulling, he's the guy sure. behind the guy. Um, the, the greatest, the, you know, the, the, you, there's no like enlighten me. You don't like all of a sudden like have to do all this stuff to become enlightened. That's bullshit. I think from, my, from where I'm sitting, I think we're all enlightened. We just don't. You don't know it yet. Or we don't think we are. It's like, mm-hmm. again, it comes back to this illusory thing that, 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 Dude. right? Sam, what a night. Sam, tell me if I'm completely like. That, no, you got me, gave me chills. Like and like, that was just really such a nice way to right, cap, just to cap this whole thing. Cause the, this, we were talking about right? the illusion. That's what I'm naming the episode. The illusion. That was beautiful. <laughs> the <man>. magic trick. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Oh my God. Sammy, thank you yeah. so much for coming on, my man. Thanks for having me. And, and it's been too long. Of course, really come on next. Come on whenever you want, man. Next month you're, you have open. Yeah. You have open car blanche, so you know there's a couple of people that can open whenever you want. It's like open mic night, exactly. And uh, the, the causing the effect. Cause the effect community. Yeah. Baby, let's I was go. on a podcast last night. A uh, guy, stand up comedian. He uh, and same thing. It's like, you know, we 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 work our shit out on our podcast. You know, the crazy goes to does his album. Yeah. Does, he works his stuff out. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like we're working out right now. You just slowly you know, get a little better, little bro. Let me say, from from last time, I feel like you're just like you're flow, like you're just flowing. I don't know if you're doing something or maybe this that it's that uh that North water. Carolina magic water. I, I don't <laughs> know. But um, no, everybody check out the Fearless Fearless Now podcast. Thank I'm gonna you, link it below. Sam Led, thanks for coming on, brother. It's an honor. Of course, this is our church. This is our uh, that's this, is our, this is our portal. <laughs> <laughs> causing the effect community leave a like review subscribe Better. tell one friend that's what you owe us that's it sam that's what i asked for now just one just one you gotta tell one friend as always and then they'll tell their friends and they'll tell their friends exactly it's it's a it's a circle it's a it's circle, a circle. <laughs> it gets addicting we just tell each other all the time like cause effect, cause effect. that's okay. it i'll shut up now that's it as always stay safe stay positive stay blessed we'll talk to you later bye-bye